You got the praise. You take the honor. I just want to say thank you. You get the glory, Father. You get the praise. You take the honor. I just want to say thank you. I've come back. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Oh, 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 oh I've come back to say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I've come back to say thank you, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, thank you, Jesus, thank you for everything that you've done, thank you for everything.
privilege again to come to you, to hear you, to hear your heart, to know the mind of the Spirit. We worship you, Father. Thank you because you made it possible for us to come again to renew our strength. We exalt you, Father. We magnify you, O God. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you, Jesus. Jesus. Oh, my We thank you, our Father. Oh, we have access to you tonight. We have access into your riches, into your glory, our Father. We have access. Oh, we have access into this grace wherein we stand, our Father. Oh, we have access and boldness tonight, oh God. Blesses the riches, the glory of the Father. We thank you. We glorify. We thank you. We lift you high. We bless you, O God. We magnify you, O God. We magnify. We magnify. We glorify. We magnify. We praise you, our Father. We exalt you, Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Father, for grace and mercy tonight. We assess your will. We assess your heart. We assess your mind, oh God. Thank you for the spirit of revelation of your word. Thank you for understanding tonight, oh God. Thank you because our hearts are good ground again to 
receive your word, our Father. We bless you. We give you praise. We give you glory. Blessed be your holy name. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. 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 Uh, welcome again to Mechidelic uh, School of Priesthood. I'm trusting the Lord tonight again to take us on a journey. Journey in the world of righteousness. Uh, just to remind ourselves again from the things we learned last week, and from there we uh, we make further progress. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of us were around last week? All of us were around last week. <laughs> How many of us were around last week? Nobody was around last week. Back in school, nobody was around. Wow. One of the things uh, Francis was trying to, you know, pass across to us as at last week meeting. Huh? Who can help us now? So from there we'll make progress. I beg. Huh? They're not. They're not here. So, let's, uh, it's important that uh, we didn't just move forward with that, looking back at what we, to really see whether it was understood, what was said last week was understood before we further make uh, a building, build another block on what has been built already. Amen. So, who is helping us out as we make progress? Quickly, 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 quickly. Hallelujah. So, Jared, do you remember anything last week? Uh, I know his name now. <laughs> Mike says he doesn't even know who thought last week. Unlike you, Mike, what happened? Eh? Wow. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah, um, Last week, um, Pastor Francis, you know, talked about a couple of things. So that last week, um, talked about a couple of things, and um, I could tell that the it was centered on um, talked about worship, talked about warfare, um, it talked about um, the different faculties of the soul, of the soul. Talked about the, the faculty of reason, the faculty of the imagination. Um, um, talked about the talked about pleasure, you know. Um, talked about the will, and um, 
So the essence of um, there's there's a um, there's a statement he made you know last week. He said that worship worship is the is the inscription of of the word of God or the law of liberty in the in the heart of men. So you know that um, that stood out to me. You know, I be, he began to um, go more deeper and being to explain that the worship is not the the usual worship that you know we are we, we we used to we used to know that everybody know worship to be you know so it was talking about worship is has to do with the interaction interaction with the word of god you know um because um the warfare the part of the welfare warfare comes in we we wrestle not against flesh and blood um, um but against principalities and power say that you know the the weapon of our welfare are not carnal but are mighty through god you know through the pulling down of strongholds you know casting casting down imagination so the, the battle and the warfare we are fighting is not an external battle it's an internal battle so it's an internal battle of um um certain ideologies certain um things that um understanding of 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 the nature of god and everything that's the the work and the only way we can actually um, inscribe God's, you know, word or the law inside of our hearts, so that the faculties of the soul can be, you know, captured, can be, you know, um, you know, can be fashioned after, you know, the will of God is by worship, is true worship, you know. And worship, he began, he began to explain, give example um, of the of what worship is and the analogy. That's like the a summary of what we did last week and um yes um yeah, yeah when i remember more things i'll talk to you can you give to uh our first week i know he was when francis was teaching last week he left that place and sat there i was keen and paying attention <laughs> so hallelujah uh, Okay. Your side. So, Pastor said something. He said that um, worship is not just the singing part. It is the writing of God's law in your heart, which is the word of God. So, worship is writing of God's law in one's heart. And he talks about something that's what I, I was trying to uh, see. Is it synesthesia or anesthesia or something? Yeah. Synesthesia. Is it Anesthesia or no, synesthesia? Anesthesia is the one that. Anesthesia. Anesthesia is numb. Uh, that wakes up other yes. other uh, uh, gateways yes. of the soul. Yeah. So he, he spoke about you know how that the prophet said I will stand upon my watch and see and what, see the what he will say. So the prophet was basically using his sight to engage his, his hearing. hearing. So, Pastor talked about the fact that you can use one of the gateway to arrest, to arrest, to activate, the, to activate all that yes, other uh, organs or gateways. And he made mention of the fact that uh, one of the most powerful or the most important assets were is the will part. So, how that, you know, using uh, life, there are things that Everything we go through or whatever, you know, maybe you're on fire or you're not on fire, it's just, it has to do with your will. You like, you don't like, it has, it has to do with your will. So imagine someone that we, that is or will has been arrested by God's word. There is, 
you just keep falling in love. You just keep doing the same way a drunkard, despite the fact that, I thought it was faster. Despite the fact that, you know, he, he might not want to go through the horrible experiences again, but because drunkenness had captured his will, keep finding himself drinking, doing that same thing, doing that same thing again, and having the same experiences again, falling down, sleeping in drainage, you know, saying nonsense and stuff. The only reason why is because something had captured his gateway. So the uh, end goal is that all of these gateways or doorways or all of these gateways are arrested by God's word. And it is constant engaging of God's word that arrests. Thank you so uh, very much. I think uh, he has been able to elaborate was said by Pastor Francis last week. Amen. And I said, okay, give to Pastor Uche. You know, they, he talked about um, God, that you can't worship without the loss of God in your heart. Primarily, that when the Lord is, when the loss of God is written in your heart, Primarily, you will just worship God. Amen. Hallelujah. So, from there, we'll take our journey now into what the Lord wants us to look into. So, I will not be, I'll not be completely away from that thought uh, because I, I, I perceive that as God's children, uh, we need to be grounded in that understanding of God's word. Very important. Uh, 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 you know, when Moses and the elders went to the mountain, you understand? He read Exodus 24 last time. Do you remember that? From verse 1. I mean, you were here. You were only because you see, yes, sir. Can you, can you put up Exodus 21 for us, please? 24, rather. Let's see what he said concerning, you know, that's where he began to explain. But I just want to, you know, still go back to uh, uh, and he said to Moses, now he said to Moses, come up to the Lord, you and, the, and Aaron and Nadab and Abihu and 70 of the elders of Israel and worship from afar. So from here, uh, is ever say last week was that uh, the essence of coming to the Lord is for what? It's for worship, right? It's for to worship the Lord. And he began to make us understand that I can't worship God without the writings of the Lord upon our hearts. Are you seeing that? So what enables me to worship God is the writing of God. And uh, God wants us to use every gateway of our soul Worship him. I said every gateway is in us. God wants us to use it to worship him. So we see if the word of God has not been able to do what? To conquer the gateway or the thrones of my soul, what happens? So there are things he mentioned last week. Please come together. Just follow me. There are things he mentioned last week, uh, which he mentioned uh, uh, um, 
emotions, right? Pleasure. What is again the name of song? Imagination. What is again the name of Reasoning. Are you seeing that? Then the last one he mentioned was will, and he make so much emphasis on will. Are you seeing that? Make us so much emphasis on will. Now, if all of these are thrones or gateways of our soul, are not being hijacked by God's word, and not be taken over by God's word, are you seeing that? Uh, I can't bring forth the worship I'm supposed to bring to God. Because how I worship God is through his words. It's through the word he has given to me. That's how I bring worship. You know, one of the things he said in Colossians chapter, chapter 1, right? He said, uh, you may be filled with the, what? with the knowledge of his will, right? Can you please put Colossians chapter 1 for us from verse 9? Colossians 1, verse 9. For this reason, we also, since the day we heard, we pray for you, and we ask that you may be filled, all right? May be filled. Mean that, that the knowledge of God's word takes over every word, Every aspect of our what? Of our heart. Every gateways, every thrones of our heart, right? With what? With in all wisdom and spiritual understanding that we may do what? Walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, right? Being fruitful in every good works and increasing in the knowledge of God. That's what I'm trying to drive out here. That's walking worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. Amen. Is that as a worship, right? So I can't worship. I can't walk worthy of the Lord without what? Without the knowledge of his will. Being enthroned where? I would like a response. I would like a response, please. I'd like us to respond. Huh? Be enthroned where? In my heart. So there are things in my heart. And it's not one thing what? For instance, I pray. And I'm not receiving answers to prayers. You know, if I, if I don't use my will, after a while I'll be tired and pray, right? Are you following me? After a while I'll be tired and pray. Why? The reason I have prayed, I'm not the expectation of what I've asked God for, I'm not seeing it. There, you see, my emotion, are you seeing that? My emotions will begin to play out. Why is my emotion playing out? It's not because that aspect of me has not been conquered by God's word. So you see, yes, today I'm happy. In the next minute, I do not remember that I prayed some prayers. I'm not saying that I'm sad. I'm not sad. I'm not happy. Because you see that, that aspect of me has not been conquered by God's word. But the only way that other of me can be conquered is that I need, because Pastor Francis said last week, he said, the most stronger aspect of the thrones of a man's soul is a man's what? Will. Is a man's will. So, 
by my will, I can bring all my thrones, the thrones of my soul to what? To alignment. Is it possible? Yes. There's what they call, what they call last week, the way you are pronouncing now, it's even way I'm pronouncing it. They call it anesthesia, right? How did they call it? Sina what? Maybe I'm not hearing it very well when I was hearing it there. Sina what? Synesthesia. Now, what is the, that was, and what does it mean? It means that you are using a particular aspect of your, uh, the gateways of your soul to do what? To bring all that gateways into conformity, to alignment. It was God's will. So that at the end of the day, every fiber of me can bring worship to God. Why it looks as if today I'm on fire. Tomorrow I'm, I'm looking cold. Because the word of God, as it comes to me, has not been able to conquer every aspect of me. So as the word of God is coming, there is a will that, that is as sort of me that is very strong, which is called my will. That I must always put to work by the help of the Spirit, to see that every aspect of my soul come in alignment with God's will. Why? Because why? Because, you see, the essence of the world coming to me is to bring worship to God. And God does not want does an aspect of you to bring worship to him. It's the whole aspect of you bringing worship to God. There are spirits that fight worship. There are spirits that doesn't want you to give worship to God. And that's why you see he mentioned the word imaginations. He mentioned the word thoughts. He mentioned more your emotions, right? I mentioned the word your pleasure. What can conquer my pleasure is God's word that will eventually make me bring what? Worship, praise to God. What does Psalm 119 say? It says, your word have I hid where? So you see that if I hide the word in my head, what will come out will not be worship. Are you following me? If I hide the word in my head, what will come out will not be worship. But if I hide the word in my heart, what will, bring, what will come out is worship, is reference. It's glory to God. The way I conquer 
the thrones of my soul is to completely immerse all the gateways of my soul into the word of God. Like what uh, our apostle said here, you see, you know, when a man is drunk, right, he doesn't know the difference between his bed and the gutter, right? They are looking the same. Why? Because the man is drunk. Drunk with what? Drunk with the wine. So you can't decide. So when you tell him that is bad, he can fight you. Why? Because there is, there is a particular influence that's on him at that time that makes him see his bed, see the gutter to say as to what? His bed. So there you will, will lie down. Then you can feel that, it's, that there will be an imagination feeling this watching television. Thinking, hey, you come here, come here, do this thing. Nobody's responding, but that's, that's the imagination he's seeing. But there's an influence, something that's taking over that mind. So that's why you see Ephesians will say, Don't drink wine when it is excess, right? But be filled by the Spirit. There's a duty. My soul is taking over by God's word. Eh? Even though I'm not seeing what I am expecting, because my soul has been engulfed, I keep doing what I am doing until I break through. Now, see, I was saying something yesterday in church. Yes, in church. I said, a lot of times, God began a process with us. A process with us. That's a process. No, when, when, you, when, you, when you first mod, met the Lord, I remember when I first met the Lord, met the Lord, right? Uh, when you pray, when you pray, answers come, right? Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for this thing. I give you praise. At times, I don't pray. Just thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is okay. And the thing is done, right? And you're happy. Am I right? You're happy. You rejoice. How can be to God? So and even when you go out there, you tell someone, you say, each time I pray, my father, he always answer. But you see, at that stage, the reason why he's answering you, you understand, is to give you confidence for the day ahead. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's to build up a confidence for the day ahead. And the day ahead, when you pray, and you're not getting quick answer to your prayers, you are still very sure that if he has done yesterday, I'll explain this way. Hebrews chapter 10, 
verse from verse 35. Can you read that scripture for me quickly? Put it on the screen. Hebrew 10, 35. Hebrew 10, 35. He said, therefore, do not cast away your what? Your trust, right? Because what makes a man cast away his confidence? This, this, this is you. Eh? You know scriptures. You can quote them. You can confess them. But when it comes to stay and wait to get results, you don't have that capacity to do that. And that's what God wants to build in you. That in build that capacity, there is nothing you know you are expecting from God that will not happen. It will happen. Do it, Darius. Do it, Darius. Wait for it. See, not, not every man has this capacity yet. Because you see, God wants to move us from being children into maturity. And the way you achieve this is taking us through these processes. Are we together? Therefore, do not cast away your confidence. That means your trust, your faith. That means God's word doesn't lie. God's word, they are yea and what? The word of God is true. So don't cast away your confidence. But you have prayed and you are not seeing the result. The result means that it will not happen. That faith doesn't make things come to pass. It still makes things come to pass. But at that point, God is grooming you up. Not just for you, but for somebody else. Who will go through such routes? And you can tell that person by your experience. I know God will do the same. All you just need to hold on to God. Just keep having, don't cast away your confidence. God will do the same. This thing will happen. Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has a great reward. For you have need of endurance. And now, King James will say, you have need of patience. So you see, when I'm waiting, what is God rotting in me? You see, when I was a child, I don't have patience to. Are we together? You have little patience so that on the will of God you may receive the promise. You see, people will come to you, Pastor, I have prayed. I have prayed now. I don't pray. I don't fast. I did three. I move it to seven. I thought I said, I move it to 14. I move it to 21. Uh, uh, uh. Why is this thing not coming? Because there is something that God wants to rot in you. What to call it? It's called spirit. It's a nature of God. 
Now, let me, let me give this example that I gave in church yesterday. Now, you know, when a woman is in labor, when a woman is in labor, you understand, they will ask her to push. Now, she don't say, oh, I'm weak. They will do everything. You know, biologically, once you are weak, you go through C and what? But in the kingdom, there is no CIS. <laughs> in the kingdom, there is no CIS. It's a norm- See, in Egypt, the Hebrew women, they, they deliver as Hebrew women. The Egyptians, they don't deliver as Hebrew women. There's a process they go through to bring for children. But for, for, for the Hebrew women, by the reason of the cover they have, they give birth normally. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, here, here you are. You are pushing, maybe in the place of prayer. Maybe in the place of faith. After a while, you allow your emotions, your feeling. Are you seeing that? Because why? That area of you has not been conquered by God's word. Because, you see, if it's conquered, it will bring what to God. It will bring worship. Because the reason why God is wanting you to keep pushing that at the end of the day, what you are doing will bring worship to him. And here you see, somebody is pushing. He's pushing. After that, he allows what he sees. So you just tell him, ah, for how long? And you do what? You stop pushing. Once you stop pushing, what will happen? The baby can come out, right? So you see that so many things we would have given birth to. We can't give birth to them because we allow what? It's about allowing our will to swell up other gateways of our soul. We're allowing those other what? Gateways to swell our what? Our will. In bringing forth what? The child already what? We're already conceived of. There are, people, there are people you will tell, just wait a little. See, how long is that little that I will wait? How long? Look at what you say. To why, right? He who is coming will come. I will not do what? Will not tarry. The next verse I said, the just shall live by what? By faith. The just shall live by faith. But if any man draws back, what makes us draw back? We have cast away our what? Our confidence. That's what makes us draw back. But you see, if I allow God's word, to swallow every gateway of my world. What happens? I won't throw away my words. I'll keep doing the same thing I'm doing until I see what? I see results.
There are spirits that, has, that doesn't want the laws of God, the writings of God to be in my soul so that all the gateways of my soul can fully give expressions to God, give worship to God. So, but one of the things I must always do is that I must not cast away my confidence. So even when my, my emotion is speaking, my pleasure is talking, I shall allow my what? My will to be what? To be more stronger than all of them. So that I can stay in line in God's will. You know the word of God is water, right? The word of God is water. You are clean through the word I've spoken to you. And you are washed through the washing of the water by the word, right? The word of God is water, right? For me to conquer a patriarch throne of my soul or gateway of my soul that has not fully yielded itself to God is that I need to immerse it into the what? Into the water of God's word. I will immerse it until the strength it has is completely taken away. You know when somebody is drowned in water, right? Somebody is drowned in water. When it's inside the water, what happens? It will be struggling to come out, right? But if the water, just like what happened to the, the vision of Ezekiel in Ezekiel chapter 47. Ah, can, can you put out that scripture for me, please? Ezekiel 47, verse 1. Ezekiel 47, from verse 1. Then he brought me to the door of the temple. And there was water flowing from under the threshold of the temple toward the east. For the, for, for, the, for the front of the temple faced east. And the water was flowing from under the right side of the temple, south of the altar. He brought me out by way of the north gate and led me around on the outside of the outer gate that faces the east. And there was water running out on the right side. And when the man went out of the east, when the man went out to the east with the line in his hand, he measured 1,000 cubits, and it was brought to me, brought me through the waters. And the waters came up to my ankles. And he, he measured 1,000 and brought me through the waters. And the waters, and the water came up to my knees. And again, he measured 1,000 and brought me through, and the water came up to my waist. And again, it measured 1,000, and it was a river that I could not cross, for the water was what? Deep. Can you shoot up, please? In which one must swim. A river that, I, that could not be crossed. A river that, that means, what happened to Ezekiel was that that water took over him, right? So he could no longer walk on the water. The only thing he can do is to, even at swimming, 
You understand? Is it controlled by the, the wavelength of the water, right? The same thing that God wants us to do when we receive his word. You understand? We should allow our soul to be immersed into God's word. Allow your heart to be immersed into God's word. As you keep immersing it, as you keep immersing it, those strengths that are in your emotions, those strengths that are in your, uh, in your pleasure, in your feelings, in your intellect, you understand? Those strengths are there. The word of God will do what? We swallow it up. Are you seeing that? In so much that each time you want to respond to God, it will be easy. To be easy to respond to God. Why? Because the other of you that will fight against response to God has been conquered by God's word. This is what happened to us. When the water is coming, God is pouring his water on us. And the thing is, the thing is, in a, to our uncle, it gets to our knee, gets to our waist, swallows us up, right? When he's trying to swell us up, do you know what to do? We are struggling. We are struggling. We are struggling. We want to come out. And the reason why there is such oppression is to see that every aspect of my soul is being conquered so that I can fully bring worship to God. Let me give this example. You understand this example when I give it? For instance, you know, my body is the temple of the Holy, right? I mean, sickness is not supposed to dwell in this body, right? Now, you see, my, the way I feel will tell me there's no way I can be healed. By, by the way I feel, there's no way I can be healed. This sickness to take your life, to take you away. Now, but the word of God is coming. The reason why the word of God has come to me is to swallow that thing up. Are you seeing that? So much that that sickness can't stay in that body. That sickness dies. Are you seeing that? But why the word of God is coming to swallow it? Is that sort of make agree, cooperating. If my feeling is not agree, my will should agree with it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you following me? I want to repeat what I said again. Someone's lying on the sick bed. And the doctor has gone and said, you only have three days to leave. After three days, you are, you are, you are gone. And you're on that sick bed. And somebody walked up to you and said, can you drink this? Can you drink the water of God's word? You'll be drinking it. That you will live more than the day they say you live. Now, there is a way I'm feeling on the sick bed. That in the next two minutes, or the next three days, I will pass on. I will not be alive. But here, I will not go by the way my body is telling me, the way I'm feeling. Because the way I'm feeling is lying to me that I can't go through this thing. So I'm using my will, which is stronger, than every other gateway of my soul. 
Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, 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 yes. I, I want to be sorry. I want to be sorry. You, you, you are, you are, you are understanding what I'm saying. As that will, that heart begins to receive that water. Even when the water is soaking him or her, the water is nice, the word of God. is soaking that area of his heart. Soaking that thing that I have told that man, I have told that, look, you don't have less than three days to live on the earth. And the word of God now came to him. And he's taking the word of God. He's soaking that thing that was said that, that the only three days is your stay on the earth. And the word of God is coming to soak that thing. And see, he or she is not allowing the way he's feeling to overthrow, overcome what that word has said. But allowing his will to cooperate with the word of God. After what, what happened? That thing will naturally what? Die. Now, last week, I'll still come again this way so, so that I understand uh, what we are trying to say. Because the seasons, the seasons, the season we are right now is a season that uh, it's only know that know their God that will be strong and do exploits. Now, knowing God is not having information of God in your head. It's knowing God by this heart, by your heart. You know God by your heart, right? That means that anything you are doing, you are doing by the Spirit. That is producing what? Worship. Praise to God. Because that's what God wants for us. So you see that once I don't allow sickness to dwell in this, but what have I done? I bring worship to God. Uh-uh. Okay, you see, only worship is when you are, when you are like this. You're blessed. You see, that's, that's the only worship you give. <laughs> eh? I, 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 see, I, see, I see darkness in a place. By the reason of the instruction of God written in my heart, that darkness is almost over. As I come, by receiving the downloads of the writings of God, because worship must always begin. The reason why he wrote in my heart, you know, you, you know, you know when, when Paul says, you are, you are our epistle. Are you seeing that? You are our epistle. You see, epistle is just what I'm doing now. You think epistle is what I'm doing now? Epistle, you know, when we gather like this, we are coming to be equipped. Eh? We are coming for equipping. So that when we, when we leave this place and get out there, we begin to bring worship to God through the writings of God in our hearts. I 
giving you too much work for you now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. But it's important. Very important. And the reason why, see, do, do, you, do you know why we forget? He said, who will not be a forgetful what? That's James chapter, chapter 2, right? Chapter 1, rather. Why are we forgetful with that? Because we're not submitting our hearts for writings. Because every of our daily work must be what brings worship to him. Every of our daily work should bring worship to him. But you see, I can't bring worship without the scriptures of his laws in my heart. I can't give you worship. Don't think you know how to worship him. You don't know how to worship until he begins to write his laws where? So you see that when he brought them out of Egypt, are you seeing that? When he brought them out of Egypt to himself, the primary reason was to inscribe what? His laws in their hearts so that they can, they can learn how to worship. So anytime we're going like this, what is going to do to us? Write things in our hearts. So we can go out there and do what? And give worship. Now he said last week, he said, worship is not... Oh, Let our king be. I'll answer your question. We lifted up. I don't answer it right. There are people here who answer it. Oh, I try to pass what it's a You're trying to sing this today. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm not saying, or we are not saying, that there is no place for lifting up. There's a place for that. There's a place for that. We're not ruling that. But we're making us to see that it is beyond that. So we should not. Okay. What Francis said, what Francis has said it that primary that worship is that if there's no loss of God in your heart, you can't truly worship Him. So worship is actually a loss. Of God that is written in your heart that you are that is making you to respond to him. See what came to my heart now? Cain and Abel. Why did why was Abel's sacrifice accepted? Because of what was in his heart. Why why was Cain sacrifice rejected? Because of what was in his heart. Are you seeing that? So you see that. The reason why God is writing his laws in our hearts is to bring actually true worship. Because no longer on this mountain, John chapter 4, right? Nor in Jerusalem, where men worship God. But men worship God how? Spirit and in what? And in truth.
it's important in, that in this season, anytime I appear before God, you know what I'm doing? I'm submitting my heart. Because the reason I was designed, the reason why I gave birth to me, is to And no other way I can worship him without the scriptures. No book on the earth can show you how to worship. You know, recently, I was, I was back 14 in the house, just, you know, talking to the Lord. And the Lord just said, son, your education cannot bring, cannot bring forth my civilization. Say, no education on this earth. No learning on this earth can, 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 can end the crisis in the whole world. It is the only thing that can, uh, is the learning of my life. So how that will not be a forgetful era. So you listen, a lot of times when we come, we sit down. Right? We allow other gateways of our souls to overcrowd or crowd our what? The life. The life, the scripture, the writings of God we have received. Not allowing it to do what? To bring forth worship to God. So, but one of the things they said is powerful that we must always use. It's our what? Our will. That was what Jesus used though. To be able to face the cross. That was all they used. You think his emotion did not cry? I was crying. Ah, God, what's he? I, 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 why must he be me? I didn't know that people there. There are people I know that maybe they are more only by myself. Can you use them? And leave me alone. So there was a cry. That guy was sweating. I don't want to say this. The sweat I was on was blood. But he needs to go through that cup. He needs to drink it. So he can bring salvation to us. Not to himself, oh, to us. It's not to himself, it's not to us. So he has to submit himself to it. In this season, what God is saying to us is that we must put our will to work. You understand? I Meaning, if my body says it's tired to pray, I have a will, I enforce it. You must pray now. So if, I, if my body says, I, I can't study God's word, I can't read God's word, or don't go for me today, can you relax? Can you make it, can you make it next week? And he said, I will use my hand and enforce it. Why? Because I know as I'm enforcing it, I'm bringing alignment to every other gateways in my soul. They will follow suit. I'm enforcing my will. Apostle Joshua. Hallelujah. He has something to say, sir. He has something to say. Give me my sir. I think in the course of your sharing, you've touched what I wanted to say. Okay. 
Okay. Um, but you see, one of the things we must come to realize, uh, worship, like you said, is not actually all about singing expressions. Uh, if you check the first place, the word worship occurred in the Bible. There was no singing. Yeah, there was no <laughs> There was no gathering together. Praise God. Um, Abraham said to the, those guys, you guys stay here. I and the Lord will go yonder and worship. So what he was actually saying, we'll go and do what God wants. So what God wants is actually his will. When uh, God, he said that we let them go that they may worship me. In other words, let them go, not that they should go and sing. Let them go and do, that's my will. So what I'm trying to say that worship is not actually singing. Singing could be expression of worship. But the main worship is all about will. If a man be a worshiper and do his will. So the key thing there in worship is the doing of his will. Praise God. You see, um, one of the reasons why Cain offering was uh, rejected is not that he, he, you know, he brought bad things. He didn't bring bad things. He brought fine yams, all of those things. Hallelujah. But you see, he did not bring what God wants. There is something that God wants. Please, can I read a scripture, man? That's Micah chapter 6. Micah 6. Yeah. Micah chapter 6, verse 6 and 8. Praise God. You know, sometimes we are trying to see a way to please God. And thinking when we do 40 days fasting, God will be pleased. Or when we come with a special uh, offering. What shall I come before the Lord? And how do I turn my voice? How do I bow to worship God? How do I, you know, or how shall I come, uh, I come before him with a burnt offering? With calf? Uh, will the Lord be pleased with thousands of ram? Blah, 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 blah. Let's go to verse 8. That's what I want to hit. Verse 8. Uh, what does the Lord require of you? That is his will. What does the Lord, so knowing what God requires of you to do justly, to love mercy, to walk humbly with our God, that's worship. Praise God. Doing his will is worship. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. You have something to say? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you are alive now, right? When it's true, you will say something. Okay, go ahead. Amen. Amen. You know, I, I remember going to, they invited me to come and teach in um, one, um, what is it, concert, all right? So, uh, after the dancing, the everything, they were dancing, and said, and I, I just came up and said, do you know God is not dancing to this song? Like, all of them start looking at me. Yeah, what do you mean? We are, we've been singing to God. <laughs> so... I, I started letting them understand that the reason that God receives is the um, level of truth of, of, the, of Jesus 
that is being communicated into your heart. So the understanding of Christ that you are coming into is the song that you sing. So immediately I said, do you know that? <laughs> I just remember that look on <laughs> You know, when, when they come for prayer night now, I mean, um, um, praise night, praise night worship, you know, they came to sing to God so that God can be happy, you know. So many people still don't understand that when we, the reason why we sing and worship is not so that God can, can you know, God can be praised that, no, no, no. The reason why we sing and worship is for our own self. The reason is because when we sing and worship, we open our gates to remember, to remember the doings of God that now enable us to, to that, that now aid our communication, if I'm to say that. Because when you say, great are you, Lord, you are not singing because God is great. You are singing it to remember the greatness of God all right, so that the the that reality of greatness can be communicated into your soul. So it's like it's like um, ah, I'm just short of words. Okay. I'm just short of words. Hallelujah. Amen. So singing praise and worship is not. We are not singing to God. We are singing to ourselves. We are singing to ourselves as kings. All right. So after the singing, you, you see. God, God will be, God will be waiting. God will be waiting. God will be looking. God will be looking because after the singing, He's expecting you to start singing His own song, which is His understanding that you are coming into. Okay. Hallelujah. So uh, let's listen to. I, I would like to. I think we should on uh, bring the mic. Uh, I, I want to. This, what you just said now, um, uh, a lot of times when we worship God, uh, is to call to mind or bring to mind who God is to us. Now, understand that uh, the we are to discover who we are in him, right? Our journey is the is discovering of who we are in him. That's what, I, that's what we are doing right now. Yeah. Are you seeing that? Now, so at every junction when I'm worshiping God, you understand, maybe worship, you know, lift up with all the hands, is to call to mind, you understand, the awesomeness of God a reality or a dimension of God that I need to walk into, to come into. Because as I come into it, that's how I begin to give, give expression to that reality of God I brought through song. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, you know, those days, you know, we have done praise night, right? We have done worship night, right? But you see, God is bringing you to understand that the essence of that, you know, that's why you see, after you are finishing worship, some people will say, they call it soaking, right? It's not soaking, they call it. So they finish worship. That's a, a quiet moment where you, the imagination of who God is, 
the consciousness of who God begins to dawn in your soul. That by the time you are living, you're only not, people worship God and they live and they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't soak in what they've received through their worship. Are you getting what I'm saying? They don't soak in what they receive through the worship. Because the, the answer of that worship is to bring a reality of God that will, will be um, stamped in the soul. That I cannot walk in to bring worship. I have not actually started worship. That, like this, is a process. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, it's a process. I'm not beginning a, a, is it a, a, a procession. It's a coming into a reality that is in God. Hallelujah. I was to say what Father uh, Lord said. Okay, let's hear you. Mine is actually a question. Okay. So when you find yourself in a situation where you actually desire to do the will of God, okay. like you've brought your will to a place where I'm like, I want to do your will, but you still don't find the strength to carry out that. That's very. Hallelujah. Okay, I'll open a verse of scripture that I think would help. Um, oh, so stand up, right? Give me Matthew 26 um, from verse 41. Let's start from verse 40. Matthew 26. Actually, let's start from verse 38. We'll just read that portion of scripture. Um, I'll just share and then explain why I'm bringing up the scripture. Um, there were many instructions that God gave me when I was in Bible school. Oh, it's not here. Okay, <laughs> we're, not, we're not transitioning slowly. <laughs> but the Lord gave me when I was in, in Bible school. And when these instructions would come, um, many of them were very difficult for me to obey. So I discovered something that if I pray for long enough, I will get, something will affect my mind, if that makes sense. And in that intoxication, I'll quickly do what God wants me to do. So for example now, um, there was a time that I felt the Lord wanted me to let go of a job opportunity. I had a lot of difficulty letting go of that opportunity, if that makes made sense. So what I did was I spent a few hours in prayer. I spent a lot of hours in prayer and worship. And when my heart, I found some alignment in my heart to obey the instructions, I very quickly got out, typed the email out very quickly while I was under that influence and sent it. And when I was finished, I continued worshiping to make sure I don't go and say, <laughs> take back my words, if that makes sense. So um, this is Jesus here. He said to them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch with me. He went a little further and prayed. So his soul was not in a very good place. So basically his faculties were under a lot of strain. And he prayed saying, oh, my father, if it's possible, let this cup pass away from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but your, as you will be done. So you can see here a willingness to do the will of God, right? He's desiring Despite him saying that, not my will. I want to come out. But there's still a portion of himself, if that makes sense, that's still in agreement with the will of God. Does that make sense? Okay. Then he came, I'm saying that because what I just said now might seem like it contradicts what he's saying here. But you can tell that he wants to do the will of God. But strength. I will refer to strength as like the volume or intensity, if that makes sense, of that bombardment of that um, faculty. Amen? 
Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping and said to Peter, What? Could you not watch with me for one hour? Watch and pray lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing. So that's what he saw there. So this, every child of God, your spirit is always willing to do God's will. Amen. But when he's saying the flesh is weak, he's not just making reference to your physical body. Amen. The flesh is a culture of the soul that you received on this earth, living under the influence of worldliness, if that makes sense. Flesh is not really your physical body. Amen. Your physical body is not evil. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, yeah. But it's a culture of civilization. You know, basically an inf the influence of Satan upon the soul. That lifestyle is called flesh. Bible says the works of the flesh. The works of the flesh is not the works of your body. My body is not a liar. My body is not a thief. Does that make sense? It's the life of sin. Amen. So he's making reference here. Hallelujah. So one of the things making sense, right? Hallelujah. But the flesh is weak. Amen. Same, same. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, so what I'm saying is whenever you don't have Shabbat says uh, men ought to pray. And not faint, or men should um um and not faint. Faint there means we being weak. So I'm using the scripture here to illustrate that, if that makes sense. So you want to spend a lot of time in prayer, like all these stretches. You spend time in prayer until you can. Okay, so that's another question. Until you can find yourself obeying that instruction. My question is basically now you're saying strength. You need strength to also pray. So in that moment where you don't even have the strength to pray, so how do you go about it? Praise the Lord. Okay, there are so many practices that um, these present-day Christians are not following. Cultural, scriptural practices. Um, Bible says one shall put to flight a thousand and two, ten thousand. Bible says it's not good for one to be alone. Say so when he's down, the other will lift him up. Okay? So no matter how strong you are in life, there are moments of low lowness low low is it lowness what do i call low moments where your strength when you are not able to even encourage yourself in a season of despair we see that in scriptures paul went through it um, um david went through it okay okay so even in this scripture so that's why we build communities okay that's why we build communities that's why we want to raise everyone in the community as strong as possible and encourage that we can depend on each other and we can rely on each other. Do you understand? So at those moments when you can't even pray, it will be, it will be destroying yourself to say, I can't pray, let me just stay here and die. Because you will actually stay there and die. <laughs> That's right. So what you need to do is to find a company, find a brother, find a sister, or find a group where you can join them to pray. Now, if you have ever prayed before, okay, if there was ever a time that you had a good appetite for prayer and you could pray, once you enter into a community of people that are praying, 
they would just wake that aspect of you up easily. Do you understand? And even if you end up not wanting to pray, you find yourself praying. Now, if you stay there long enough, you build your strength back up and you can go back. Or you can stay with them and just pray a bit more. You understand what I'm saying? So that's the cure to being so discouraged you don't even have energy to pray. There must be someone in your, in your nuclear Christian family that you can pray with. Okay? So also when you face situations and circumstances. Okay, so one of the things we're trying to build here within the community is also where weak believers who face challenges. There are certain challenges that you can't, you can't face alone. Okay, so you are able to come to that community and say, look, this is the issue now. And the brethren would team up, join hands together and pray through that circumstance, that situation. Now, the reason that happens to us is not because, it's not always just because we didn't grow, but also so that we will know that we have need of the family. You know, we have need for one another. So sometimes overwhelming situations just come. It's not because you didn't grow. It's not because, no, but this time around you need the community. You need the family too. Do you understand what I'm saying? Praise God. So it's important, uh, you know, one of, the, one of the things I've learned over the years is this, just, you know, to add to what Mama said, uh, a lot of times when there are challenges, uh, when there are issues, one of the things that does to us is just to keep you away from people. The why he's doing that is to finish you up. He wants to end your case quickly. He wants to end your case because, uh, yeah, yeah. So he wants to end you quickly because maybe you have been giving him serious disturbance. And now he's just fine. He just look for. That's why I say that's, that's why we are saying that we must trust the Lord to always apply our will. Where that certain, when certain things come to you, even when your other emotions, your other gateways, you know, are telling you to respond this way, but you can use your will and say, No, I'm not going to respond like this. And I know that it is not good for a brother to be alone. You understand? Are you saying what happens? They said when the iron sharpened another iron. Are you saying that? So I shall his friends what sharpen the countenance of his brother. So I need to, you know, there is what Brother Shegu will say to me now. You understand? Truth I'm going through, right? I'll be encouraged. Life will if I stay on my own, I won't receive that encouragement. I won't receive that life, that faith that will come into me and you know, build me up. So that's why it is good that uh, we come together as community, then one will do what? Chase, one will chase a thousand, two will do what? We'll put 10,000 to flee. So very important. Are you seeing that? So it's important, very important that we do not isolate ourselves from ourselves. So we, there, should be, uh, uh, there should be brotherhood, there should be community, there should be family. Would that to be difficult for even the enemy to see any, to catch any of us as a what as a prey? You understand? But once you are isolated yourself, you're going through things. There'll be so, somebody you can confide on and say, "This is what I'm going through." And basically, can can we trust God together? Can we believe God together? And you leave Mumokusuka, Dayandaka. That that Agumugujua 
we work something out of you. And you too, like, maybe since yesterday you have not prayed. Something woke up in you. Hey, yeah! Thank you, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm also trusting the Lord that we would get to the place where we are vulnerable. You know, not even just looking for somebody to confine in. What are we even confining in? Do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, where we are really, truly, truly vulnerable to our immediate family and commitment. Do you understand what I'm saying? Where the Lord would have so raised us up that nobody is in this place is interested in talking about the other person. The reason why people are not vulnerable is because they think somebody will gossip about them. Somebody will look at them somehow. Okay, why should it? Why would you look at me somehow? In America, people intentionally refuse to walk. Families don't walk intentionally, and they go and collect food stamps. Food stamps is is the same thing as begging. It's just that you are collecting from government. You collect food stamps and go and get food free, get uh, stipends free, and they decide not to do anything. How can a human being stay and be idle and not do anything? That's by the way. But people are not ashamed to live that life. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. So we must be able to raise a strong community of Christ. Where you know you cannot take your brother's matter and it becomes an issue of discussion. Because a prayer point was shared in a prayer meeting. Okay, until we get to that place, we're still vulnerable to attacks by Satan. Do you understand? Our love work has to be strong enough that if I ever mention your issue anywhere, it has to be backed up by serious intentional prayers. Not for gossip, not to show how weak this brother is, not to show that, see this brother now, he's even a hypocrite. You see what he did? Come and hear the prayer point he shared today. Come and see what he said he should pray, how he said we should, you know, the prayer points he raised for us to pray for him. Eh? So, do you understand what I'm saying? Now, you can say that to someone close to you privately. Maybe me and my husband, my husband, you know, you can tease each other. But when it comes to corporate, you know, the family of God, the reason for raising us up is so that we can cover one another. Do you understand? I, I don't want to, I'm not saying you shouldn't confide in people. Though. You can confide in people, but I'm saying we, are take, we can take it a bit too far. Where, okay, even if something bites you here. You, is conf you must conf <laughs> you know there are things you shouldn't be afraid of saying or shouldn't be ashamed of talking about because you are with your family okay no when we don't start taking those things out then there's something wrong you know and my 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 own my desire is to cure that thing that is wrong okay not by learning to be more secretive but by feeding us with the appropriate word of God that will heal that aspect of our weakness, you know. Hallelujah. Uh, you know, Papa asked a question in a meeting, and that came to my mind while Mama was talking now. That's a question. He said, that's a question in, in a meeting. He said, when uh, you have an injury or you have a cut, how do you stop the blood? So, People stood up and were giving, you know, different ways they can stop the blood. But, you know, something I learned from that, Ali himself was talking, was this. 
was that, you know, there is nothing you do in stopping the blood that the blood will stop. By itself, the body can take care of that thing. The body itself can take care of that, can stop that blood. Uh, what will happen is that once it is, once um, that injury occurs, right, it immediately sends message to the brain. The brain sends it to every part of the body to tell them that a particular, a, a, an aspect of the body has been injured, you understand, has sustained an injury, you understand. They immediately, the white blood cells come to that part of that body to stay in that region so that the blood will not gush out again. So if by itself, the body has done what? Heal itself. Are you saying? It's not looking for an external. Are you saying? What, what I'm trying to drive at is this is that what we are looking for is in our midst, it's on our side. And if we don't see that, what I'm looking for is within the community where I belong. I won't have it as I'm looking for something outside. Because the body itself has what it takes. No, we are a body, but they call Christ, right? Are you, are you following me? As what it takes to heal itself is that a part of the body needs to do what? Send information to what? To every part of the body and say, look, a part of us is suffering and we need to do it. And they're not consulting an external. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. That, that, not, that understanding, there's a way it, that understanding does a, lot, a whole lot of things to me that very day. Praise God. So it's important. The reason why we're not vulnerable is this. We're not allowing the word of God to conquer the faculties of our soul. That's why we see it is difficult for us to do what? To confide on somebody or to relate our issues to somebody. We prefer to go out and relate it than relating to those of us. Or to die inside. We will keep quiet. You know, I've seen people, they are going through stops. Somebody was going through stop. Somebody came to meet me and said, I'm going to, this is what this person is going to. And the person said, it's not telling anybody. Ah. So when I heard that thing, I suddenly went to Papa and said, this person is going through. When the, the, the person now called me and said, why did you go to Papa? Not two or three months later, the person died. Died. Why? Because all the things you are going through, you don't want to shake another. You want to kill yourself. And you don't have what it takes to heal yourself. I like that God brought you to a family to be helped. I don't know about, there used to be this English word, a problem shared. Some people just have a way out of it. And you keep him quiet. <laughs> Hallelujah. So it's important, very important that we allow the word of God to sit in our hearts. So in a, sitting in our heart is what will cause us to do what? To bring forth worship to God. Because God truly wants us to worship him. And the only way I can worship is allowing the word. You know, when I keep to myself, I can't relate to this brother. It means I'm not, I've not truly allowed the word of God to sit in my heart. Because if the word of God sits in my heart, I'll be vulnerable to this brother. I'll be vulnerable to this sister. I can relate to that. Because why? Because it is when we'll come together and stay together as one, 
that it would be difficult for the wicked one to do what? To have access into our midst. The reason why each time we are divided, you are just opening doors, avenues for the wicked to come in. But once we stay together, you understand? What happens? It, 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 it will be difficult for the wicked to, know, to find expression among us. What have we been saying since? Is that each time God calls us like this, is to write an aspect of His laws in our, in his, our hearts. Now, the essence why is writing that laws in our heart is that we can bring forth worship, we can bring forth praise. Meaning that there's an aspect of God's law that God will write in my heart. And it's a, he wants me to go on, observe to do it. He wants me to practice it. He wants me to exercise myself in it until it becomes part of me. And so much, it doesn't just be what I am quoting, what I am declaring. No. You see, when Jesus was saying to Satan, uh, it is written. Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that preserved the mother of man. You think it, just, it, it was just quotation, or it was just confession? It was what is written inside of his heart. And by so doing, it could bring glory to God. Francis just said something now. They took Jesus to an exceeding high mountain, right? And showed him what? All the glories of this world. Francis is sharing with us now that he saw an high mountain of a very good paid job, right? <laughs> you, you, understand? you understand? See, the essence of God's word is to be practiced, to be exercised. Now, he saw that offer. That offer, man, if, if I say that offer is a good offer, it's a good offer. If I say it's a good one, it's a good one. I believe you. <laughs> but because that will take him out of the course of righteousness or may not actually, actually make him to come into fully to the will of God. For him to be able to say no, he has to come under an influence. And as I, I talk about a mansion being baptized, where you are completely taking over, that where you are making the decision, it is not you making the decision, it is the Spirit of the Lord making the decision through you. Okay. But you know, in, in, a lot of times, ah, I have prayed though, could you be answered to prayer? <laughs> you can't design the one God answer. And the one it was all good to answer. You understand it? Ah, it? This must be God. Ah, this must be God. Ah, because by your mathematics, eh, you know what that, that thing will do in your life? By your mathematics. But to reject such things, you need to come under an influence. So he has to, he told us right and he said, he has to pray. He spent time in praying. 
and something too good of him to say, I, won't, I, I don't want this offer. By so doing, he was able to bring an amount of pleasure to who? To God. In every phase of our life, every decision we make, God wants such decisions to bring worship to him. Everyone, whether married, whether children, whether job, everything you are doing, must be something that is bringing worship to God. But you see, if my mind or my heart or the gateways of my soul, the fact of my soul, is not being taken over by God's word, I can't bring that actual worship. You know, you can get such joy. Sorry, I'm using you for example. I like that example you give because it's, it's ringing in my heart. Say, Tamsi, now you. If it's me, I see such so far. Maybe I will say, ah, at least I will pay, I won't pay 10%. I'll be giving God 50% for this one so that you can increase it more. Are you seeing where my mind is going? Are you seeing that? That means. The laws of God I'm hearing have not allowed to be registered where. So that I can be, what is that? Is that he wants to be in the will of God. What is that? The will of God. Nothing else. So how? God brought you around cave. He brought you for a reason. Right? There's an agenda of God for your life for a season. And a, and a heavy offer comes somewhere. What happens? If you are not very careful, you will leave the will of God and jump for that thing. And you will think, you will think God is prospering me, but you are not in the will of God. Why? Because in sitting and hearing God's word, you are not allowing, to, you are not allowing the word of God to sit in your heart, to take over the faculties of your mind. Not every opportunities are opportunities from God. There are some that are, that are actually uh, crafted by Satan to take you away from the will of God. But you see, if you allow the laws of God in your heart, you can discern. You can know what the will of God is. So you see, that there are decisions you have made that made us, we can't pray the way we used to pray. Eh? Because the strength for prayer, that decision you make has taken it away. God help us. <laughs> you, there are decisions you make because you have not allowed the word of God to conquer the gateways of your soul. What you know what happened? They serve strengths from you. 
Yes, you are still praying your normal, casual, Christian life. You are not living an ungodly life. I see what the efficacy, the fire, the power has been taken. Do you know what God is saying to us tonight? Just like the way he spoke to Cain. You know, if Cain has listened to God, something has happened to him, right? He said, the reason why they did not receive you, because sin I lied on the door. Are you seeing that? That sin could be my pursuit, my ambition, my will, my passion, my drive. Now the Lord is saying, can you submit it? Like Joe so said, nevertheless, not my will, but your will, oh God. How do I take away that sin? It's aligned what? The laws of God where? Once the Lord of God is in my heart, without making any decision, I will allow the leading of who? Of the Spirit. Holy Ghost leads me. This is what you should do now. This is one. This one. This one. No, you don't do this one now. This is how you do this one now. How real is our heart tonight? As we ask, can you write or form the tables of my heart tonight? So that I can bring forth worship. I can bring forth worship, Father. I can bring forth worship, our Father. Write upon the tables of my heart. I can bring forth praise. Help me, O oh God. Help me, Father. To give my heart for writings, for purgings, for washings, for cleansing. That your word will fully abide in my heart. Help me to hide your word in my heart, O oh God. So I can live by the dictates of your word. I can live by the, by the power, by the spirit of your word, my Father. Help me, O oh God. Help me, Father. Help me, Lord. Judge sin in my heart. Judge this world that has taken over the gateways of my soul. Judge it out of my heart, O oh God. Let your life, let your word conquered every aspect of my heart every faculties of my soul let your word be enthroned in me O God enthrone your word in my heart my father I allow for the enthronement of your word in my heart your word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin O God against you 
I throne your word upon the thrones of my soul. And your word will be the king over my faculties, O oh God. Oh, I throne you in my heart. I throne you in my soul. I throne you, God, in my heart. I throne you, my soul. At your word went through, went through your word in our hearts, O God. Your word will be king in our hearts. Your sword went through in our soul. Eli brought Eli Kamaya, and he brought Eli Nahida, and Bamba Kataya, and Bamba Kataya, Rabamba <laughs> 
Thank 